Hello, fairy tale friends. It's me, Ryan, your second favorite host. A while back, Tara and I recorded an episode with Joe, Joel, and Jay over at the 16-Bit Gladiators podcast talking about Disney video games, and we wanted to share it with you here today. Now, the 16-Bit Gladiators podcast is a little more adult-themed than ours usually is. They sometimes use some uh, unfortunate adult language. So I have gone back through and I have scrubbed most of it from this podcast, from this recording, and hopefully uh, it'll be appropriate for kids. Now you still may want to take them out of the room uh, because uh, I, I, I may have missed one here or there. I did my very best, but this will be a very quack heavy episode. So uh, just a little bit of a warning for you up top. We really enjoyed doing it. We loved it. If this is the kind of stuff you love hearing about video games, the 16-Bit Gladiators is a great podcast to check out. But for now, enjoy our episode. I'm Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Frozen 2 and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes, we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. See, that's one of the many things you'll have to cut out from the the clean version. This is going to be... Possible. Right. It's the, the Princess show. Diaries after dark. <laughs> I I've signed up for a lot of like Disney Facebook groups to get like memes and stuff. Mm. And there's two called Disney After Dark, and one of them is just like <laughs> like adult not adult adult, but like just more mature jokes about Disney. Like there's one where it's like Nala and Simba post coitus. And of she's like well, I can't wait to tell our dad what happened. He's like, what do you mean, our dad? She's like, there's only two men in the whole, all the fight lands, and I'm definitely not Scar's kid. And he's the like, alpha. Ah. Yeah, the alpha right. meets with all the, all the women. Oh, it's no. like that stuff. But then the other one is like, like, I'm like on it for a while, and I'm like, maybe some more cool, actual cool stuff will show up. And no, it's just like Anna and Elsa in lingerie, <laughs> and like Snow White in a thong. And I'm like, well, Man, I'm going to get out of this disgusting. group. That's horrible. That's really gross. What's it called? <laughs> you want to make sure you never you never get on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna add it to red, the uh, block. Got a red list there. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. The ellipses is to imply your shame, I guess. It's like <laughs> Disney After Dark. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> <laughs> Means there's more to come. Uh, horrible. What a segue. There you go. All right. It's the 16-Bit <laughs> Gladiators right here on the Next Wave Radio Network. This is our video game-themed podcast where we come together every week to talk about video games uh, and, you know, nudie uh, Disney characters, if uh, <laughs> if the spirit moves. Uh, I'm your host, Joel. I'm here every week, and I am always joined by Jay Gunn. Hello, Jay. Hello, hello. Gracing us are. with his presence again is uh, Joe Cucinani. Hello, Joe. Oh, hi. <laughs> and uh, a little bit of a foreshadowing there on this very special crossover episode uh, with our, I don't want to call it a sister podcast, we're not related that way, but with a, another podcast. Uh, it's you, our Kiss and Cousins podcast. <laughs> it's our sister wife podcast. <laughs> there you go. You've, you've uh, heard the voice of Ryan <laughs> guest hosting on this podcast before. Uh, what's the most recent one you were on? 
He uh, did the, the open world yeah, discussion. Open world. Oh, that's right. We did a, a whole episode uh, where it was the theme was open world uh, video games, but we mostly ended up uh, taking a little peek behind the curtain of your job because uh, you are a video game developer by trade, Ryan. Uh, I am, I am. But, but for this episode, uh, you were playing the uh, part of podcast crossover co-host, and your co-host uh, is your lovely wife, Tara. And they host Hello. together Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries, which you can subscribe yes. to, uh, as well as this podcast, where all fine podcasts are sold. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, or go directly to uh, 16bitgladiators.com for us, uh, for Tara and Ryan. Where can, we, uh, where can we subscribe to your show? You know, I, I think we, uh, maybe just our Podbean page, trprincessdiaries.podbean.com. Uh, but um, if you find us on Instagram, trprincessdiaries, uh, uh, on Instagram, we'll have a link in our bio that'll take you to like one of those pages where it's just like, here's everywhere you can find us. So we should be anywhere, but one of those you'll be able to find us. And we've got a Facebook group too that's pretty active. Yeah, very yeah. strong. Yeah, they got a very strong Facebook community. Yeah, prolific. <laughs> Uh, and a great podcast too. I've uh, spent all morning. I had a, a long work day, uh, and it was one of those days where I could just uh, have podcasts running in the background. So uh, I've been catching up on on your show, uh, and man, nice. Just, just uh, forget about some of these uh, Disney movies and the trivia you guys. Man, you really do your research. Like you're putting this podcast to shame because uh, <laughs> thank you. We we, we just kind of show up and uh, riff off of memory. Uh, and you've got notes yeah. and trivia. And, oh, uh, my memory is oh my awful. God. That's why I have the notes. Do we have <laughs> your notes somewhere? She's, she's gone through like three or I've four got, like, legal, pads. legal pads during the course of this podcast. <laughs> There's more. Wow. These are two of this them. Is just, but like, I have more. Look at this. It's the oh color God. pens oh that you can't use for anything else, like orange. <laughs> It's just a more delightful version of the seven notebooks. <laughs> like, I, know, right? like, I was about to say, like someday you guys are gonna like go missing and they're gonna find these notebooks and <laughs> hieroglyphics on them and everything. I don't know what's going on, but she wrote like twenty-seven notes about Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Many trees died to bring us this podcast. Well, thank you guys for uh, making time uh, and joining us on our humble little podcast. Uh, and the reason that they are on is because uh, of this week's topic, uh, which is Disney video games. That's right. You guys host a Disney-themed podcast. Uh, we host a video game-themed podcast. And uh, just like peanut butter cups, we're two great tastes that taste great together because... Uh, hey, you got chocolate in my peanut butter. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. No. You got Disney in my video games. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. We've you got... got video games in my Disney. <laughs> There's tons of video games that are based on Disney properties ever since, <laughs> ever since the invention of uh, the medium. Uh, yeah. And so we are here to talk about them. Uh, now, before we dive into this, because this is going to be a jam-packed episode, I can tell already, we need to set a little bit of ground rules. Uh, we talked about it earlier. <laughs> the safe word is Jiminy. <laughs> <laughs> they... Got it. Uh, so yes, some ground rules, because uh, as we mentioned at the top of this episode, uh, there are there are Star Wars video games, which is now technically a Disney property. Uh, there are uh, Marvel video games, but uh, we did that last week on our superhero episode, listen to our superhero podcast episode, uh, and uh, no LucasArts games. I think we're going to throw that in there because we will have a Lucas. Oh, Joe, look at you, Joe. No, I'm kidding. Just, <laughs> we're going to do a LucasArts episode coming up soon, so uh, we don't want to blow our load here on this Disney episode. But aside from that... Everything that's just Disney, like yes. the animated stuff, the... You know, the if they made video games based on like Song of the South, we could talk about that. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I'd love to see that. Oh boy, the computer wore tennis shoes. 
<laughs> the strongest man in the world. Now we're talking some Kurt yeah. Russell Disney movies. Uh, the Air Up There with Kevin Bacon. That's a Disney movie. Mm. Operation Dumbo. Actually, Operation Dumbo Drop. That should be a video game if it isn't already. It's, it's just like uh, Space Invaders, but you're shooting elephants. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Put a dark spin on that film. That's better. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like Tetris, but with elephants. <laughs> Space Invaders is much better. Uh, but yes, uh, so aside from those three properties, everything is all game, uh, and so let's kick things off. All right, uh, Ryan and Tara, the way we usually do this, um, Ryan, you know, we go around the horn. I think we've all got little lists here. That's right, Joe is uh, working up a sweat there with the boxing gloves. Yeah. Uh, and we, uh, we'll just uh, go down a list of uh, Disney. I'm sure there's going to be some crossover, uh, which is appropriate on this crossover episode. All right, well, uh, since you are our guests, be our guest. And, be uh, our guest. Let's yeah. start with Tara and or Ryan. I'm not sure if you guys uh, have individual lists or uh, if you're acting as a we duo. Do. You do. Okay. Oh, no, we are not a duo. We, we do, but I, I only put two on mine because I figured we didn't want to like fill up this thing. So do you want to go first? You want... Sure, I'll go first. Great. Uh, so Disney's been my jam for a long time. And that's a lot of the video game. Like Super NES was the system I had as the first system I played on and the one that I still love to this day. And when you Do we want to tell the story video, of your dad yes, <laughs> taking but away when you, your Super Nintendo? Yes. Yeah, so I bought a Super Nintendo with like birthday money or something. And I think it was it was one of my parents was against it. And I'm not really sure why. So they made me return it, which was a super sad day. But then my best friend had a Super NES. So I was just over there playing it all the time. Ah, so jokes it all on worked them. out. Exactly. And then I got a PlayStation later on, so it nice. all worked out. Uh, but the first one for me that I wanted to talk about, especially because there's a lot of differences between the Sega version and the Super NES version, is Aladdin. Yes. Aladdin. Yeah. So Aladdin, uh, I was looking into it, but the Sega version was Virgin Games, and then the Super NES version was Capcom, and they came out within the same month of each other, which I found kind of interesting. And they were animations from actual Disney animators. So on the, just on the Sega one. On just on the Sega one is yes. that what? Yeah. So I found that really. I thought that was really cool. And it went on to be the third best selling game in Genesis history. Wow. Wow. So, so it was, did, did you play both of them though? So I, as a child, only played the Super NES version, but now Switch has Lion King and Aladdin, and that's the Sega version. I prefer the Super NES version. I don't yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, right. ma I was like, I don't know if that's a hot take. Like, personally, that's my version. I mean, mm -hmm. and there's other levels in it that don't exist. I was comparing the levels, and like, there's no. Uh, a whole new world. The, the magic carpet the interlude. Best part. It's one of the best parts. Exactly. Mm. You get all the gems. You get all the things. That doesn't exist in the Sega version. And the battle at the end with Jafar is so different. Mm -hmm. In the Sega version, you have to have a <laughs> ton of apples. So if you don't collect, if you don't hoard apples Tara. up to that... I know. Well, it's first time <laughs> it's shocking. Really well, I mean, exciting. in all fairness, that's the name of the cutout Win song from Aladdin. <laughs> Ton of apples. Ton of apples. Gotta beat Jafar with the ton of apples. But yeah, in the Sega in the Sega version, you're just throwing a ton of apples at him. He changes into a snake. But in the Super NES version, you play him once as Jafar and you jump on him and there's other obstacles. And then it's a separate level to play him as the snake. Mm -hmm. So I believe it's divided up. And when we were yeah. kids there were passwords. So what's nice about <laughs> what's nice about the Switch version is that you can automatically save whenever. 
But if you played the original, the OG version, you had to have the passwords. And Ryan bought a retro duo for me for my birthday a couple yes. of years back. And nice. got me Aladdin. And one of my best friends, we like called him up to say, oh my gosh, we can't believe Ryan got this. We're playing the game. He goes, Genie Jafar, Aladdin, Abu. He's like, that's a password for the Genie level. Like he knew it off <laughs> He knew it immediately <laughs> off the top of his head. So yeah, so for me, wow. uh, that's, yeah, that's one I played all the time. I had so much fun revisiting it, but I was super bummed that it was the Sega version. I, I have a question about the whole mm-hmm. new world level. Mm-hmm. Like, could you die on the whole new world level? No, no. I don't, I don't yeah. think so. It was just kind of no, like a bonus like a thing. Yeah, kind of a bonus yeah. level. Because I'm like, that level. seems really messed up. It was a nice up. break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice break. It was a nice break. break in the action. Yeah. Yeah. And the genie level, I like much better in um, mm-hmm. the Super NES version as well. Yeah. Uh, th- that is, uh, to some audiences, a controversial take, uh, but not yes. here, not here yeah. on this podcast. I think we're okay, all agreed good. Super Nintendo's better. Uh, but yeah, because we're, we're we're the correct audience. <laughs> That's among, interesting because friends. when I, like I was that. looking stuff up, <laughs> a lot of people were saying the Genesis one. Yeah. Like that was the consensus online. Yeah. I they're wrong. Could, but... I, I, okay. <laughs> well, they're all for reasons. I'm, I'm not representing them. <laughs> They're all for reasons that don't have to do with the gameplay, I think. They're yeah. all like, oh, the animations are better, the sprites yeah. are bigger, it's like the color count and the sound. Uh, well, like she said, the animations were like supervised by actual Disney animators, yes. which I thought yeah. was interesting. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you know, Capcom, uh, I mean, no slouches themselves. But to that point, so was Brother Bear, and nobody mm-hmm. wants to watch that movie, so. <laughs> Listen, we have a guest for Brother Bear, and I'm very excited she's an actual animator. So. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh really? Harley, cut that Harley, out. Cut that out. <laughs> cut that out. Is that an upcoming episode? Uh, of uh, we'll Terror get there eventually. eventually. Oh, yeah. we're going through all of them. Yep. Oh, that's true. Well, but you're not even. Let's see. What was that? Like late There's... '90s? Sorry, as a tangent. That one's Joel, in the 2000s, I believe. Joel's yeah. like, is there even a princess in that movie? <laughs> uh, you know what? They will find a princess in all the uh-huh. movies. There's they always will. a princess, whether or not she's yes. a, a female. Or wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. Aladdin was the princess in Aladdin, according sure to Sure was. That's right. Yeah. No, he was. He was. Yeah. That's good. I found out today that Jack Skellington was the princess from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, mm-hmm. is that where you are on the in the podcast? I mean, I'm not really going in order. Uh, I, I, I find the movies that I have. A, like, I listened to your Rescuers Down Under episode, which uh, I have a great affinity for. Love that film. I think it's totally underrated. Not enough people know about it. I tried to watch, uh, show it to my wife, and she fell asleep five minutes in. So um, maybe it's yeah, just me. That's but, about uh, right. but if no, that's a that is a great film. She didn't get to Joanna. Oh gosh, jo- Joanna I'm the Joanna. With Joanna. She's Joanna's so the best. great. That, yeah. That scene with the eggs is one of my favorite. Like, I just watch just that on YouTube sometimes scenes. just to make me feel good and laugh. I love that <laughs> scene so much. Nice. All right. Well, this is a great way to kick things off. Uh, coming out strong, Tara, with uh, Aladdin uh, for both SNES and the Genesis. Well, I guess we have no choice then to move on to uh, your, your spouse there. Ryan? No choice. We have no choice. We have no choice. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, there's three other choices. But yeah. Nope, absolutely. Or you could just like cut me off. It doesn't matter. Like, just all right, Joe, uh, you're up next. What, no, uh... no, no. No, Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I went with uh, both the, the original and the remake of the DuckTales. I have not played the remake, but I looked Ooh. into it a little bit. It's good. Um, just I played the heck out of the original. I was just kind of yeah. interested because I was thinking about playing it before doing this, but then I was like, I've I've spent too much money on games and stuff lately. So I was like, okay, we'll hold off. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Like I just watched a bunch of comparison videos. So you guys remember the original? Like you're bouncing around as Scrooge on a cane. Mm-hmm. You're going to let's see, you know, such famous locales that you remember from the show, like. 
African mines <laughs> and Transylvania, the moon. The yes. moon. Um, like just, and I thought it was interesting because like there, this was a big thing around like Mega Man and stuff like that. Whereas like you could go to any level you mm-hmm. wanted in any order you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, but it, it always was this kind of weird thing because I was watching a playthrough and then I forgot at the end, no, whoever, whatever boss you beat at the end, then it just cut to glom gold and magicka dispel being like we're gonna get to the gold to your treasure first and you literally just climb a rope up like three screens yep i wouldn't call that a race although in my memory i'm pretty sure i lost the game at that point (laughs) like i (laughs) don't know how (laughs) but you just had to go up (laughs) (laughs) i must have like been like so nervous as a little kid like what am i doing wrong this seems too easy jump die (laughs) i feel like that was me when i was trying to get out of the vault in fallout 3 when i Mm -hmm. I, like well in, in in your defense you were also trying to master a whole like you, a whole, I had never played anything played on anything. an Xbox. Yeah. yeah, that was my first thing on an Xbox. And I was like, I can't get I out of the vault. I played a ton this of so Nintendo depressing. games. And I was like, just climb up this rope. This is it. Dead. Oh. <laughs> um, but the thing I thought was interesting about the remaster is they got like, it's pretty close, but they add some new stuff and they put a little mm-hmm. context into things. Bro, like, the voice acting too. They brought back the, the old voice actors. Alan Young, the oh, original Scrooge, really was yeah, there. Wow. Like all of them. June Foray, who was Rocky the Squirrel, was a bunch of voices. They got everyone who was living at the time. I mm-hmm. think Alan Young and some other people have passed since yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. But um, wow. I wanted to throw out a little bit of trivia because mm. I don't. I want to. Anytime I can, I like to try and uh, uh, plug the 2017 Ducktales show, which is really good. That's what I've heard. The one with with David, David Tennant. Yes, as Scrooge and and all those characters. But there is a whole there's a a character that's not that they created for the show that is Huey, Dewey and Louie's mom. Mm -hmm. And like Donald's taking (sighs) care of them because their mom, quote unquote, passed in a a drug problem. This is a drug problem. She's (laughs) on the mean streets of Balmer. And she is. uh, No, she is on the moon. She, they think she has disappeared, but she's on the moon. And in the second season, I'm sorry, I'm spoiling a little bit. You find out like what she's been doing on the moon. And there's a part where she's like fighting a moon monster and she finds out it's a baby. So she goes to sing it a lullaby. She's like, this is a lullaby I used to sing to uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And it's the moon theme <gasps> what? from the DuckTales wow. video game with like, nice. words they've added to it. One of the greatest uh, I'll, I'll... video mu- game music tracks. Uh, we, we, yeah. we, we've done a couple of episodes uh, on video game music here. And I, I can't remember which one it was on, the first or second, but uh, either volume one or volume two. But uh, yeah, it was volume two. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a great track. That's the cool thing about that show is it's like really rewarding to people who loved this like Disney afternoon stuff. So check that out on Disney Plus if you get a chance. But the game I remember playing the heck out of just to throw in another one. I don't know if anyone if anyone's going to talk about Mickey Mouse capades, but I remember having that and Ducktales, and one of them being far superior to the other no. one. Oh yeah, um, yes, Ducktales. Same thing with Aladdin. It's amazing. Some of these games are very solid platformers considering mm-hmm. like yeah. they just farmed these games out to people. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of we'll get to some other stuff in a second. Like people who like a lot of companies now who their first game was like one of these platformer uh, Super Nintendo or Nintendo mm-hmm. Disney game. But anyway, I, I grew up. I loved uh, uh, DuckTales and I kind of want I I probably will be checking out this new one soon you know i i while it's great it's great to have it on in widescreen with better graphics and and on a modern console that you don't have to break any laws to play i will (laughs) and and i love the idea of like getting the cast back together and and having one go around but uh i think it's a victim of a of a copywriter who was so in love with his material that he didn't know how to edit because some of those cutscenes, those cutscenes go they are interminable 
Like there's <laughs> characters who are just talking. Oh yeah, am I the only one who's played this uh, remake? The, this no, one? I've got the remake. I think the remake's fine. You didn't. But you can you can get the originals. There's a package in the uh, yeah. Xbox market called the Disney Afternoon Collection. That's right. And it's got, I think it's got it. It might have both Ducktales, maybe just the first one, but it also has like Tailspin and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Hmm. So uh, yeah. So get, I haven't played the it. Tailspin one. Is that one just like our type? That's what it looked like in the the trailer. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I it's, mean, I mean, it's, it's not like just, weird, yeah, gutsy aliens, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you're just like it's like left to right. I'll tell you, man, the work that Capcom put into those Disney uh, IPs mm -hmm. for those games, they did a good job. Like all of those games are fun. Uh, none of them touch Ducktales though. Like that one is just that one was on my list as well. Um, but. They're all they're all good games. They're it's, pretty solid. It's that bouncing mechanic. It's the uh, mm -hmm. that shovel knight would then take. Well, knight, yep. Not just not just the bouncing mechanic though. Like there's just some strong gameplay going on there. Like some uh, some some good. You know we've talked about it on the podcast before, where a game kind of prepares you for what's going to happen later. This game does a really good job with that. Yeah, agreed. Well, like Darkwing Duck was one that just felt like a Mega Man reskin, and this one had different yeah. stuff. Like the jumping thing was kind of new, where you could jump on the spikes and stuff like that, and yeah, hitting that stuff golf, like a golf club. Yeah, yeah. and that mm -hmm. was all stuff that like the golf club thing. I'm pretty sure Scrooge did on the show. I don't know yes. about the bouncing on the cane, but I'm sure he did. And that was stuff that was like new, cool gameplay, but also true to what was going on. They have a lot of like references to stuff from the like. Don't you fight like the Terror Firmer? Yeah. Uh, yep. King in one like, of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff that's like pretty deep cuts from the show, but like, you know, still solid things. But you are also going to fight like Dracula Duck in Transylvania and stuff <laughs> where they were just like, let's just put Dracula in there. Yeah. It turned him into a, a duck. giant rat on the moon. Yeah. I love how they duckify everything on that. Uh, yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Or thinking... Beagle Fight. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Duckify yeah, and Beagle Fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. Way to, way to kick things off. Um, Let's see. Well, Jay, you in my order on my screen are next. Uh, so I think, right. I think I'm going to throw it to you. Let's talk about All some right. Disney games, buddy. All right. Well, I you know I was kind of going over this list <clears throat> of all the Disney games, and it's like I'm, I'm looking, I'm going, I, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. <laughs> I am really surprised at how few Disney games I've ever actually played. What? Um, yeah, and uh, because I'm a, I'm uh, always been a huge Disney fan, but I've just never never done the the games too much, bro. Other there's than one we ones. played a bunch when we lived when I lived in your house. There was <laughs> so no other other than like the big ones like Ducktales. I did Aladdin. I did you know I did uh, the Lion King things like that. So I did all the all the major ones. Joe, you're you're you missing okay? one. You're missing one, and it hurts because we played it like religiously. This is like y'all sitting breaking. on his lap moment. My heart yeah. really, <laughs> my heart is breaking because oh, you're man. about to go like N64 or like PlayStation era, and like we, ah, oh, go ahead, do you do your game, <laughs> do your game. It's killing me. It's killing me. <laughs> we'll come to you next, Joe. Oh, I'm can't wait to, to hear. Yeah, it. I'm trying to remember what it was now. Um, it was like I no, talked I was... about it at your wedding. We... <laughs> It was in my speech. <laughs> we made love after playing this. <laughs> oh man. But no, no, the the one that that uh, came up on the list, I was like, "Oh, I do remember that one." Um cuz I I actually just played it somewhat recently uh on the Wii was Epic Mickey. Yes, that's on my list as well. Yeah, I was really surprised by it cuz I don't know, I guess I always had like this this prejudice against licensed things like that like hmm. where, where as you should uh, games that are done off of movies or tv shows or things like that have never really been great 
you know, you've got the, the diamonds in the rough every now and then. Oh. For the most part. I'm enjoying all these Disney references, guys. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for, you know, for the most part, they've never been great. But I got this one as like, it, it wasn't really tied into any any of the films. It was just its own thing. And I loved that they, they kind of took the Super Mario Sunshine. Yes. And essentially Disney-fied it with their own, you know, with their own little mechanic of painting things versus cleaning up the painting things Mm -hmm. and oh my god it was just it was incredible to play something like that that was just i mean yeah you could you could die you could you know mess up and stuff like that but for the most part it was just it was just fun to play like there was no and there wasn't any real like hard things to do it was a good kind of a a relaxing game well and 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 this will probably be a theme but you know when you're making a video game based on a disney property you got to know who your audience is Uh, and not that it's exclusively children but uh they don't want to exclude the children Um, yeah so yeah they got to make it for the children yeah when did that one when did that one come out Uh, it's like early 2000s right yeah i think it was like 2002 or no it was on wii so it had to have been maybe 2008 yeah yeah because i vaguely remember like the advertisements and things for it. I don't think I ever played I, it. I think it was around them because I think I knew a lot of people. I graduated from SMU Guildhall in 2007, and I think that studio picked up a lot of mm. uh, people in my cohort, and they went and worked on it. And, and spoiler alert, it didn't do great. Like They got a sequel out of it, but it didn't do great either. I yeah. haven't played it. I think the reason I didn't is because I didn't play a lot of Wii games. Like I found yeah. the controller set up just... A hindrance. I know now it's on Steam, and I know you got really interested when you heard it was kind of like Mario Sunshine. You're like, oh, yeah, I know. But My ears perk. But I remember as soon as he started talking about the painting, I was like, oh, I remember seeing stuff for that. But yeah. yeah, I never had a chance. I never had the opportunity to play it. I got to hear Warren Spector talk a little bit right before it came out. Um, mm. I have dumped all of that information. It was at a <laughs> uh, uh, like some conference I was at and he was really seemed like a, 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 a cool guy, or at least he seemed very like in into that property because it's all like the forgotten Disney stuff. It's yeah. like Oswald the rabbit and like mm-hmm. all the old, like 1930s and before yeah. cartoons. Correct. And and that's the best part about it is that yeah. they're using the old 1940s Mickey. Like I'm exactly uh, yeah. where he doesn't have uh, um you know, he's all pupils, right? There's no whites of yes. his eyes. Yeah, yeah. And th- he's also not so much of a corporate yeah. logo at that point. Yes. We talk about that a lot of podcasts. Is like how he kind of now he doesn't really have a personality because he has to be like mm-hmm. everything to everyone. He's GI Joe. Yes, that's right. But like specifically the GI <laughs> Joe character, not the the line. <laughs> the one guy who's just GI Joe. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. Uh, I'm thinking of He Man. Oh, he's He Man. He's He Man. That's what I meant. What? Because He-Man was is like a generic. Like, do you know the story of of, of the He-Man toy? Yeah, they were supposed to be Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be Star Wars yeah. action figures. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, then they everybody just, knows that story. He's just like a blank slate, basically. That everybody. you, uh, yeah, it's it's like a blank Christmas. slate. <laughs> anyway, beating up on He-Man. I love. Oh, hey, Joe, you seen the new He-Man show? Uh, the whole thing. Did you? Oh, they they, uh, they oh released God, it all at once. Watch that. Yeah, they, well, the whole first part, it's in two parts. It's going to be five episodes for part one and five episodes for part mm. two. And it's outstanding. It's yeah. really well done. It's really good. I watched it too. Nice. Today. There you go. There's your little yeah. mini review of a I, non-Disney I property. I I if you're a purist for He-Man, you might not like it. But I also say that if you're a purist for something that was like designed by committee specifically to gain dollars <laughs> off of like 
other toy sales, then like rethink your decisions that led you to this point. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, but I, I also, I there's like 200 plus episodes of what you, what you like and what you're into. There's a mm-hmm. live action movie. There's like comic books. Go find some of that. You know, <laughs> this one is actually, well, it's actually evolving and pushing this story forward, these characters forward. And like, they're getting <laughs> about it. And it's like, well, bro, what do you just want the same old <laughs> just with Mark yes. Hamill as Skeletor? Yes. Come on. Basically. <laughs> as, yeah. As, as someone That's who exactly as, as a, a video game developer, no one hates your product more than its biggest fans. Man. <laughs> Truer words were not spoken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sad, sad. All right. Well, on that note, Joe, I think I'm going to throw it over to you, buddy. Uh, I know you're itching to get in some Disney games. Let's talk. Well, okay. I so before I get into it, this game is that you and Jay. Oh, I'll tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> but first, like I've been trying, I've been working with my daughter, like getting her into video gaming and stuff. Oh, I know. And yeah. uh, and for Christmas, I br- I brought some visual aids. So for Christmas this past year, she got this Little Mermaid, uh, oh, I, yes. Tiger I'm Electronics. So That's happy awesome. you were bringing these up because I was curious if any of you guys had played them because there were so many of them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all horrible. Um, yeah. But, but it's nice. It's nice for her to kind of get her feet wet, like playing this game. Uh, also, we went to uh, we went to old movie trading company, and uh, I picked up something, and she saw something in one of the glass cases. I've been letting her try out some games on the old Game Boy, and uh, and she saw this Winnie the Pooh Adventures in the Hundred Acre Wood that she really <laughs> she has become a, a huge uh-huh. Pooh head. Like I uh, <laughs> sounds I, much grosser than it actually is. No, that's it. <laughs> I um I grew up loving Winnie the Pooh, and I've. Uh, since been able to kind of transfer some of that over to her and she saw this and wanted to play it and it's kind of like and I, I think this is true for a lot of Winnie the Pooh video games especially like on the Game Boy format is that they're kind of like board games that you just play on this video game system and uh, and she's digging the out of it it's uh, it's nice. nice it's nice seeing her kind of learn like go from being the little girl that like she needs me to explain everything to her to her getting the gist of it and doing it herself so that's really rewarding proud papa so now that we got the feel good out of the way jay (laughs) yes let's hear it the magical quest starring mickey mouse on snes we used to play the (laughs) holy (laughs) hanging his head in shame for the listeners you're right yeah it was it was a Capcom oh. game. It was gorgeous. Yes, uh, and like it, it had this curtain, and you the like curtain, and you clothes. changed costumes. Yeah. You could be yep. Fireman Mickey, or you could be Mountain Climber Mickey, and like you had you fought different versions of Pete at the end of every level, mm. and it was all like to save Pluto. It was like Pluto got lost, and it was all about saving your dog. Yeah, um, I was just yeah. about to say, is it a precursor to John Wick? It is, <laughs> uh, and it's and it's amazing. I can't believe you forgot about that. I, I can't either. Up, I can't either. They ended up making a sequel, I think, with Mickey and Minnie, but like that first one is just legendary. Oh, wow. I hope I you remember that. I hope one. you're happy with yourself, Jay. I am. I am. I am forever shamed for having well, forgotten that. Not only should you be shamed, but like just know I'm because I had yeah. to use up my first pick to talk about that game <laughs> instead of what was actually on my list. We'll save it, Joe, because well, we'll, we'll, we'll come back around. Um, yeah, I think we've gone through everybody. I'm going to throw one out there uh, since we were talking about Aladdin earlier on the SNES. Uh, also a game by Capcom, right? And they were uh, the ones who did all the NES uh, versions, uh, you know, the Saturday morning cartoons, uh, and were firing on all cylinders. Didn't have a miss until 
until uh, a little movie called Lion King came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, they decided to make a Super Nintendo version of that. And uh, yeah. it looks beautiful. It's got the yes. soundtrack. It's got all the things going for it. It's Lion King, it was like, which was at the time like the biggest grossing Disney movie, right? Uh, oh, Tara. And yet that game is a f- <laughs> pain in the ass to play. It is oh, so... Oh, I would agree with that. Okay. I enjoyed yeah. it. But it's... Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Ryan was just like surprised. He thought I was my feelings were going to be hurt. Like, but yeah, No, I thought you were going moments... to... F- the jersey was going to come out. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna <laughs> the table. Uh, no, there. Yeah, it is such a pain. Something about uh, platformers that work on on two feet. You know, when you're when you're a character with just legs, and something about laying that character down, having him walk on all fours, and now you know the sprite's a little bigger. It's a little hard to figure out where the edge of cliffs are, uh, and uh, that that became a detriment playing that game, especially in the um, can't wait to be king. Uh, level with the monkeys, with the monkeys yes. and the giraffe heads. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I fell Tara, off those when giraffes. We're actually, when we're actually watching the movie for the, for the podcast, yeah. she like she, this monkey reaches down and like throws Simba, and Tara goes, "Oh, those f- <laughs> blue monkeys." Yeah, see, <laughs> she's got PTSD from the monkeys Seriously. in the. Mm-hmm. And when you mention the cliffs, I feel like there are moments where you have to jump from like one to the other and zigzag, and there's no like rhyme or reason. You either exactly. make it, you either clip onto it, or you don't. Yes, <laughs> that's the thing. Yes. you got to be pixel perfect. And if you knew what the rules were, it'd be easier. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's trial and error. Uh, made mm-hmm. for a very frustrating experience. Looked great, but for me, that was uh, Capcom's first big miss uh, with their Disney property games. Yeah, it, it's it's one of the one of the games that defines that Nintendo hard uh, yes. <laughs> meme. So yeah, I I thought you were gonna bring up. I think I don't know how many years later, but they literally just started going through all the properties, and one of them was Pinocchio. And I have not played it. I just saw when I was going through the list. So it's always like Pinocchio, and it looks just like it's like Pinocchio going to school and jumping up on stuff like Aladdin. Have you played my daughter it, Joe? Has it? My daughter has it for the Game Boy, and it frustrates that <laughs> a lot of her. <laughs> are you not? Are you fighting the uh, horrific donkey people? Is that I, the we haven't oh, even God, gotten to that I point? Yeah, we haven't, haven't even gotten. gotten well, there's so Island many level. villains in that. There's so many mean, cruel people. That's true. <laughs> yeah. the whole world. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I learned from watching that movie. It's like, don't leave. <laughs> don't yeah, don't trust anybody. <laughs> not in not in Italy. Never don't trust any Italians. Pinocchio and the Godfather. They're basically the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, go ahead. Well, I wanted to jump in real quick with something because I watched a video today that was um, uh, it was a John Tron video. If you know what those, if you know that guy, mm-hmm. but he uh, did one on Disney bootlegs, and we're probably going to cut this part out for the for our part of it. <laughs> but there was one that was the Lion King, and it was essentially just a remake of Lion King, except when you died. You know how you get to that, like continue or don't continue screen uh, yeah. yeah with Rafiki oh no now it's Simba hangs himself oh, no. oh my god <laughs> so I will send you guys this video what? it's like and then oh you could be gosh. Timon Pumbaa or Simba if you're if you're Pumbaa you jump in like a boiling pot of water oh no if you're Timon you like dig your own grave and jump in oh, and if you're Simba, flat out Brooks is here yourself oh, no. and you just like just go up it's like continue and he's like I'm like and, and what the guy, I know it was some weird bootleg. This is also the one where they had a Lion King bootleg that was a copy of the Jungle Book game, except it was Mowgli with a lion head. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Anyway. Oh my god, my head is. Oh, I'm trying to figure god. out how uh, one hangs himself with no opposable thumbs. Oh, yeah. you'll see when I send you this video. All right, can't well, wait. Can Post it on the Facebook page. 
All right. Uh, Ryan, is that your next pick then? <laughs> no. Well, well uh, so mine was, uh, I picked one that I know we've been doing a lot of the cartoons and stuff, but this is one that I remember playing. I played this before, I, I think before I actually saw start to finish the movie it was based on. And because I because I watched the movie in college, this is Tron 2.0. Yeah, mm. we've talked about and this before. A, okay, we have talked about it before. Well, he, we haven't talked about 2.0, but but we've talked about Tron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tron 2.0 is the first person shooter game that they made, like based off of it was it's just a, it was supposed to be a sequel to Tron. Yeah, and it it stars uh, Alan Bradley's the character Alan Bradley's son Jethro Jet Bradley. Oh my who, gosh! <laughs> when he's in the real world, looks like a skinny version of the lead singer of Smash Mouth. He's like literally got. Do you guys remember those shirts <laughs> from the cut. early mm-hmm. like the really like the silk shirts that had like. Joe, you probably know this. Like, there's like Stone Cold Steve Austin screen printed on it. Sure, and stuff yeah. Like that. So he has like one of those shirts and like a, just like a goatee and a, <laughs> and a, and a uh, soul patch. And then when he goes into the world, mm. he looks really much cooler. But it was like it was it had this really cool system. Like I liked it as a first person shoot because you actually had the disc. You could throw the disc and it would bounce around and hit people and you'd catch it. Um, and you could also use it to block shots and things like that. And you could upgrade all this stuff. And the thing I thought was really cool is you get all these weapons, you'd upgrade them and you had like a wheel where you would drag your upgrades on. And like, if they were like first level, they were very large. So you couldn't put like a ton of them on this wheel, but as you got better and better and like upgraded them, they get smaller. So you could like create this loadout of everything with all these different things. There are all these like, uh, you know, just really dumb computer jokes like uh, every weapon was called something.exe or something oh, like God. that listen i when i remember when i saw tron which was shortly thereafter in college uh it was me and another engineering major watching it and we're just like this movie's great i understand why people don't like it yes. <laughs> i'm like i love all these stupid little jokes but i completely get why people were like this is dumb the snore tron be- episode on the editing bay yeah there you yeah. go <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I remember really loving that game, uh, going back and looking at it and I'm sure it doesn't hold up, but there's apparently a, a mod you can get where people have been still working on it all this time where it will upgrade it to 4k, Ooh. um, and, and do all that stuff called the killer app mod. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. so like a lot of people are still working on that stuff. I, I remember loving it. I do not remember. I think the light cycle uh sequences were mm. bad because i don't remember the what? light cycle sequences yeah oh. no they, i mean in the game no they were rough in the game i'm disappointed because like that's what you want to play a tron game yeah, for like, right what you want. well i i think you know speaking as a game designer especially back then like that's like it's easy to shift to something that's similar to like it, it's like that's going from a first person game to a racer game and like that takes that like the team that has to do that like you have to do that like with all the tools you have to create a first person game you have mm-hmm. to hire new people who know what they're doing or just right. shift people over who are like well normally i work on uh, shooting guys in wolfenstein but today i'm doing a racing game so it's like those yeah. expertise don't always True. transfer over yeah. it's not just like i'm good at all video games in general like this is my defending those guys. It's also the guys who did uh, it, it. It was Monolith Studios, so it was the guys who did. Well, when I was on here for the open world game, we talked about Shadow oh, yeah. of War. Yeah, so yeah. Those guys. yeah. And I also want to bring up something. But going back to Lion King real fast, that's Westwood Studios did that. So Lion that's King Command was? And, that's Command and Conquer. Command and yeah, Conquer. Yeah. Conquer yeah. Guys. Wow. Command and Conquer. Yeah. All right. Wow. That makes sense with yeah, all that complicated that. platforming <laughs> and command. Yes. Yes. 
Back when games were just like, we're just trying to get pixels on screen. Yeah, so I know. After I just said, like, it's hard to translate different stuff. <laughs> well, actually, um, I, would, I would say that's Exhibit A. Yeah. yeah. No, that Tron, the Tron uh, 2.0 was pretty good. It came out around the same time. I think that was an Xbox title. And then mm-hmm. at the same time, they had released a Game Boy Advance. I think it was Game Boy Advance a game called Tron Killer App. And it was supposed yeah. to be kind of like yeah. the mm. a companion game mm-hmm. to what was going on in 2.0. Uh, they're not bad. They they're ugly. I mean, they're both completely ugly to look at now. Uh, but at the time, like especially being a Tron fan, it was cool getting like finally like a continuation of the story, as bad as it was. <laughs> I I thought it looked like. Here's the thing. Yeah, when you look at like the 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 character models and stuff, but I thought they did a really good job with like the not necessarily level design, but like the level art. Mm. But you're also working with Tron, which is very like you know, yeah, geometric shapes. It's a lot easier yeah. to kind of pull some of that stuff off. But yeah. yeah, anytime like someone talked, it did look like like it was how long. Did I, it look it, like the Titanic game? No, oh, God. <laughs> I could. T- we should. Uh, if you guys ever want to do an episode on what's that thing called, Titanic? Oh my gosh, I was Adventures in Time. It. Yes, I loved it, and I played it on Steam not that long ago. <laughs> oh my God. It's one where you go back in time to the Titanic and you try and... Why? Like, try and save it. You're trying to save it and so the, it doesn't sink. Oh, and not only that, if you do if the you... best ending, you save it from sinking. Hitler never comes to power. Yeah, like, wow. All this changes. stuff happens. It's like Quentin really? Tarantino's uh, Titanic. Well, that's what was happening. He was like, oh, the Titanic, it sinks. <laughs> I would invade Poland. Like that was what. Yeah, don't think those two were connected. Line from those wow. two However, if you don't succeed... <laughs> oh. When the ship sinks, you watch people floating outside the, the porthole. It is the most horrific ending I've ever ending seen of anything. I walked in like, what are it. you playing? Was... That's dark. Yeah, it's pretty oh. dark. Oh, my God. Wow. You All try, right. Tara, anytime Tara gets a chance to talk about that game, she will. I will, yes. I, <laughs> Strangest game I've I love ever it. seen. But... I love it. It's so weird and so terrible and great. Well, I just, like, of all the things, if I were to get a time machine, like, let me tell you the top, like, five things I would wait, never wait, do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the far game away. starts, and, and you were supposed to do all this stuff. You were on the Titanic, and it sank, and you're like, yeah, if I could go back to that one day, uh, and it's like mm-hmm. World War One, and then a bomb hits, and you just wake up back in that time. It's not mm-hmm. like... You wake up back. So you're already choose. dead. So you're already dead. Or something. This is yeah. all just a Jacob's Ladder fever. There you go. <laughs> it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario. It's not like Doc Brown set the DeLorean to the year of the yeah. Titanic. Marty! Yeah. <laughs> We've got to save the Titanic. Well, yeah. that would be foolish, too, because it's a car. Oh wait! It but flies. Can, it Joe, flies. In where he's one. going, he doesn't need roads. He doesn't need. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Good pick there with Tron. Uh, let's hear from your better half now and uh, go to Terra. I'm gonna go uh, over to PlayStation. So I mentioned how eventually I got a PlayStation, and uh, one of the games that I really enjoyed on it was Hercules. I don't know if you guys ever Ooh, played that yeah. or know about that. Love the game. Love it, the movie. It's yeah, one of PlayStation's greatest hits. Yeah, and really? it apparently is now on Steam, so I'm really excited because I'm going to buy it on Steam and replay it. <laughs> but yeah, what I loved about it was, I mean, it, it follows the movie beat for beat, but same with Aladdin and a Lion King. So for me, as like a huge Disney fan and loving the movies, I really enjoyed that a lot. Your health is Herculade, so that's like super fun. <laughs> Every time you get a health, it's Herculade. Nice. Uh, and you battle all of the monsters. So it's kind of fun as you go through it. But the Hydra, I think, I don't think I ever actually beat it because the Hydra was like pretty hard to beat. I think I got just past Hydra and you battle Medusa. You eventually battle the Titans and then you end like with Hades. 
Oh. Uh, when I was doing, I don't think I ever made it to Hades, but I was doing a watch through today. But uh, one of the ones that I remember specifically, and it brought it back when we watched the movie for the pod for our podcast, was the training. There's like a whole training level where you're running. It's similar to like the stampede level in Lion King, where like you're just running and you're trying to avoid stuff, but you're trying to save that rag doll, that damsel that he practices with to save. So the whole time you're like jumping through hoops and like trying to avoid things falling on you. But I had a lot of fun gameplay. I really enjoyed it a lot uh, when it came out. And there were a lot of like interesting details that I found fun about it. I'm into that because I love that movie. I kind of feel like it gets overlooked a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. For some reason. You really? know why? Because I think it was on the heels of Pocahontas. Uh, it was on the heels of Pocahontas and Hunchback. And so they were uh, trying to do the going back to a lighthearted film. Mm-hmm. We just recorded it. So I've got that like in my brain. But... Is it overlooked? Because I've always felt like that one was the one that's highest regarded of those three. Oh, yes, of those three. But it, it I don't think it matched uh, Lion King numbers. Um, I... I don't it, think it, anything. Yeah, I don't think it yeah. made yeah. that much money. Yeah. But uh, it was definitely a response to like Pocahontas and Hunchback being more like. To people not. Seri- yeah. Where, where cartoon <laughs> characters are singing about their loins burning for a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a little like, weird. And Tara for- apparently used to sing that song around the house as a child. <laughs> and she's like, thinking back, it may not it's have been completely been appropriate. The best song. You're talking about Hellfire uh, from uh, Hunchback and Notre Dame? Yeah, I love yeah. that song it's as a child. A, <laughs> I was a villain's, it's a great, villain's girl. That's a great yeah. uh, score, some great songs in there. That's Alan Menken again, right? voice talent. Yes, it is. Great yeah. voice talent in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. But it was still a little, a little rough. It's weird. Yeah. It's for adults. Well, yeah, Hercules was essentially the response of, you know, fans being like, go back to what you know, like essentially, you know, not really enjoying them exploring darker themes. Yeah. And more serious themes. Can we go around the horn real quick and you guys tell us who your favorite Disney villains are and you can't say Jeffrey Katzenberg? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I mean, I listen to your podcast, so I know what the correct answer is, Ryan. Uh, (laughs) You know who number one is at the moment. And it's Gaston, of course. Uh, (laughs) He's fantastic. But, but... I gotta say, uh, Ursula. Ursula's up there too, man, from Little Mermaid. Ursula's definitely up there. She's yeah. so fun to hate. Anybody else? Joe. Oh, oh, you want to? Okay. Yeah, um, I want to hear everybody's. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Cartoons, I kind of, cartoons are for kids. I feel like, <laughs> exactly. I think this is hogwash, this question. Um, no, I feel like there's no greater villain in Disney movies than our heroes. Like, they're always the ones oh, that look bring, at you. They always bring the worst upon themselves. Like, Ariel's an idiot. Like, she's yeah. an idiot. And she, like, none of this would have happened. None of this stuff would have happened to her if she would have just, like, chilled out a little bit she's what doesn't she say in the movie she's like i'm 14 years old i can make my like yo chill out for just a second (laughs) you know before you go make a contract with like ursula the seaweed that's her name by the way is ursula (laughs) that's right yeah you can't claim false advertising it's pretty much printed like on the cave that she lives in she has two evil she lives uh, in a giant like skeleton of some sea monster yeah. right yeah. and the little like the little urchin guys are already there like ariel swims past them on her way to see ursula so i mean to answer your question honestly my favorite villain is gaston i think gaston <laughs> is i think he, i think he's fantastic i think he's a wonderful villain i think he's he's so funny he's like the hans gruber of disney villains because <laughs> oh he's just wow he you, even you, dies the same way you, you know love what? to hate him, yes. He catches me more like Carl, just at the end when he's running through the the uh, 
<laughs> the the castle trying to get i mean yes. just like visually because he's got the, like long he gets hair so crazy you know when he end. like yeah. comes out at the end he's got the gun and he's like you know he that, throws the thing off that would be crazy. a killer like, edit of the movie where the beast is just punching him and he's like i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna cook you and i'm gonna <laughs> and eat you yeah. <laughs> but like no i think it's gaston mm. but for the most part i feel like there's no greater villain to a disney heroine than herself than yourself or a hero or a hero like aladdin just like that just lies like he just uh, uh he he sits on a throne of lies for <laughs> yep. this whole movie and we're supposed to sympathize for him no sir yep, yeah, yep. Ca- cautionary tale yeah jay yeah let's hear jay uh i i guess i'd have to go with uh i think hades Hades is good yeah and james it, woods just, uh, has turned into a real life villain it in the later years yes, it turns yes, out yes he has we have we have when we do our villain rankings we have a, a, a topic that is go away heat and yes. he got gets some just Serious. by mere factor of the uh, fact that that's his that voice it's, uh, it's james wood i'm sorry though jay i cut you <laughs> off go ahead uh, no I, I was just i was agreeing it's like i just i love the 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 personality behind him i love the he's kind of like i don't know he strikes me a little bit as with uh, with ursula you know he has kind of that kind of that grandiose uh, mm-hmm. personality, yeah. But I don't know. It's just something about his his look, the little the little poof of the 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 flame his on his fire. hair, the, his the pilot yeah, light. The, yeah, his little pilot light that gets blown out all the time, and he <laughs> freaks out when it does. I just I love him. I don't know why, but I love him. Yeah, when Man, he gets angry, gosh. he like literally explodes in fire. Wait yes, a minute, though. Isma is really cool too. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh See, I was gonna go with like I was yeah. gonna go with like either Isma oh, or Kronk, maybe. Isma's yeah. fantastic. Well, hold on. Kronk's yeah. not a villain though. Kronk is. Well, Kronk. Kronk is. He, Kronk he is ends up being a good guy. He's a he's, redeemed villain. Yes, go. he's a redeemed villain. He's, he's I like the henchman. Kronk is the worst henchman because he's <laughs> yes. being a good guy. He <laughs> is the worst henchman. Yes. No, but I mean, how bad can he be if he can? He he has animal speak. Like yep. if you were playing D and D, he has animal speak. <laughs> squeak, yep. squeak, and yep. uh, squeak. <laughs> and he can cook. It's, he's he's, he's yeah. real husband. My cheese pumps. Yes. 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 Uh, does that make him well, a Disney princess since he can talk ooh. to animals? Yes. Yeah. yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes it does. He, the he woodland is the creatures. princess of that film. Uh, all right, where do we leave off? Uh, that was so that was Terror, just did right? Hercules. Nicely yeah. done. All right, love it. And I'm curious, did any of you play Hercules? I yes. forgot if you. Okay. I had not. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Man. I have not, but yeah. Uh, yeah, your description. Uh, makes me want to try to pick it up but you said ps3 that one's on steam oh there you go i uh, was original oh. playstation is what i played it on yeah. but i think it came out on other systems at some point maybe maybe yeah maybe there was like a, a sega saturn version of it or something that came yeah, out but it was definitely playstation else. first well let me just whip out my sega saturn then and uh <laughs> yeah it just dusted off <laughs> all right uh well i think we're coming back to jay Jay, uh, what do you got next on your list, bud? Oh, all right. Um, I get well since we just talked about the 2.0, I'll skip that one. So I'm gonna say Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, okay, yeah, so let's, bring yeah. let's get it out of the way. There's what he doesn't pick the one I think he should pick, and then he picks like the one that's not. All right, okay. No, <laughs> well, it's cool. It's cool. Go on. I've got well, so many on my list. It's like, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, and and I'm I'm just gonna go with the with the first one. I've played a little bit of the second one. I haven't played all the way through it. Uh, and I haven't played any of the third one. I haven't played any of the the Game Boy ones or all the all the spinoffs, things like that. That's but the funniest that, story that about the third one. That like people waited 15 years for that third one to come out, and they were so like jazzed. And almost everyone I know is like, 
yeah, I still haven't played that one yet. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's been like out for four years now. I've been a a Final Fantasy, like, you're going to have to to quack this one out. I've been a Final Fantasy <laughs> for pretty much <laughs> since 1989, you know, when, when Final Fantasy first came out. So I can't believe you used the C word. Is that yeah. Yeah, that crazy. Is, no, I'm just well, if they're going to have it on hey, their podcast. Listen, you know? Jay, Jay, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, we call them ladies of the night, Jay. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, the having the Final Fantasy characters and the Disney characters kind of merging those two realities together was just brilliant to me. And I, I remember Joe getting it because I wasn't going to get it originally. Um, we it was, got it, it was, from Disney. That's right. Remember that when we had our website, that Lethal Death website that we were yep. writing reviews for, and somehow I got a copy of it from Disney like two months before it came out. Yep. Wow. And so we did this whole like feature on the website where we previewed like the first like, man, we played for like four hours and just took screenshots and put them up on the website. And yeah. it was like being like you like you were saying as Disney fans and as Final Fantasy fans, like this game exceeded expectations. And to be honest, the bar was low when we first right. started playing it. Yes, it was such a weird concept that everyone was like, this is the dumbest sounding game ever. And then I remember it being like there were two games we played that out of at the frat house. And it was Tony Hawk, Pro, Tony Hawk Skater and Kingdom Hearts. And everybody running around and it'd be like these, you know, like typical frat guys be like, no, dude, you can't use Goofy. Though. You got to bring in Summon Simba. Summon Simba. It's hilarious. And like, meanwhile, like all, all our girlfriends are like in the corner being like, you guys want to go do something else? Yeah, sounds great. And they'd all be like, where'd they go? Uh-huh. The, uh, the fact that this game let you explore some of these Disney worlds, sometimes yes. for better, sometimes for worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be able to explore these worlds and how they kind of tried to link them together in their own way. It was really creative and it yeah. worked. The thing was it somehow the craziness of Final Fantasy and the looniness of this Disney IP were just like somehow it worked together. Um but to get to like this this fan servicey moment. So Final Fantasy 7, I think for any RPG gamer, any Final Fantasy gamer, for that moment in Final Fantasy 7 when Aerith gets killed and like Fair, I'm sorry. And it's like, okay, I'll never play them. I'm so sorry. Sorry, oh guys, God. I'll never play them. But like in Kingdom Hearts, it's only like 30 years old. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of Kingdom Hearts, when there's that moment where Cloud and Aerith are face to face again, mm-hmm. like I legit choked up and like teared up because of that. Like it was, it was done in such a cool, classy way, and like somehow they made it so that Kingdom Hearts, like fits still within the canon of these final fantasy games um it was it it was well done well i think it's because they never tried to like they took everything seriously like they were they were but they were honest with it because it's like disney so they weren't trying to make it grim or dark or anything but at the same time they were like this is what this character does and this is what this character does they weren't like isn't it silly that these characters are here now they did silly things because it's goofy and donald duck sure. but at the same time it was also like they took care to put them in these situations and like you know give, give a shit about them like i'm not i'm not the biggest final fantasy guy and i was in it for the i was i was in it for the the disney stuff so like the second one where you have like the four hour the four hour <laughs> oh, like yeah. When you're just running around not as Sora, and then at the end it's like, mm-hmm. and you are Sora. It was like, what is this? Like it was so sometimes it gets to parts which are the things I hate about Final Fantasy games, but like 
I still had fun with it. Like I, I you know. Well, it, and I think yeah, I think going back to like being able to explore those worlds, like you were saying, uh, me as a Disney fan, and I haven't played Final Fantasy, but the Halloween Town, yes, I thought was really yeah. cool the way they did mm-hmm. that one, and even Little Mermaid, like the grotto, and like going in and doing that, and Tarzan. Tarzan's mm-hmm. yes. was fun too. Like so, it's. I, for me, that's what's been fun about like going back and playing that is it's expanding those worlds. I, yes. I always like when you would go and they would have to disguise Donald or Goofy. Yes. <laughs> well, when they swim. Well, th- that, that's uh, the, with, well, cause that's the, it's like, well, we're going to make Sora will be a mermaid. <laughs> Donald will have like tentacles, you know, like Ursula. Like, a, like and an it's octopus. Like, and yeah. and Goofy's Goofy a turtle. No, not yeah. even like half turtle. It's just Goofy's head on a turtle. It's, just, it's yeah. the funniest thing. And and the thing is, you know, Ryan, you were talking about how like the second one where it gets kind of like convoluted and long and 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 a little wacky. That's not so much. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of that in Final Fantasy, but Kingdom Hearts has its own unique yeah. special like convoluted aspect because oh yeah, it it gets way it, it gets too far away from itself. When even though the second one is a superior game, the story to it is just like we've introduced all these things where it's like, well, you know, in the first one they were heartless. Well, now there's nobodies, and nobodies are like the heartless of the you know of this. So like everyone has a heartless, but then everyone who becomes a heartless also becomes a nobody, and it, like it's yeah. so hard to keep track of this stuff. And you're like, I just want to exactly. I just want to get to the Tron level. Can I just yeah. do the yeah. Tron level? I see Joel over here just being like, mm. well, I've tuned out <laughs> no. because uh, I, I've, try. I've tried playing this game before. And by playing, I mean popping in the disc and waiting uh, for a 40 minute cutscene before I actually have to do anything. So <laughs> yeah. I don't like yeah. I don't it's like games like that. Japanese RPG. It and, is. And like it is. like if, if you're not into that, it's like when I, I remember, I think when you started playing, I'm like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to play this, I completely get it. Like you've I got through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. It's a ringing endorsement. The I first two are yes, slow yeah. starters too. Like yes. they are slow builds. I don't know. Yeah. I'm assuming the third one is the same way. And then like you add on top of that that there's like 15 other ver like on on GBA and on the PSP. And mm-hmm. I got the like collection for PS4. And the thing is like most of them, most of the games are playable on it. But on one of them, it's just like watch all the cutscenes from this one because <laughs> yeah. we didn't want to put the game on here. Now, uh, did you just say you don't know if three's like that? Have you not played three? I haven't played any of three. So you just so. sent me your. <laughs> Three, like, I had a, I had an extra copy of it. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. just like, eh, here you go. <laughs> because I had a copy of it by itself, and then I bought the collection when it came out on oh, PS4. Okay, okay, okay. So I had an extra one. So why not send it to my buddies? No, no, no I oh. appreciate it. I, I was good like at if you don't appreciate, I know Tara appreciates it. I did. But like, I very much. Appreciate it. She'll get to it sometime <laughs> I'll get to in twenty twenty. When I'm not playing Skyrim. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Skyrim again. There you go. Oh, all right. God. I think that was Jay's pick, but we all kind of kind of. Yeah, sorry, Jay. We all scope in on that one. We piled on. I am. I am happy. I am happy to. I'm happy that my my pick blossomed into that discussion. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, you're happy, and I am bashful about my next pick. <laughs> yes. Uh, because I'm not, oh, sorry. That was just a horrible segue. No, no, uh, no. We're here for it. We're Never here apologize for, it. for that. But I'm going to commit to it uh, and talk about uh, now. Th- this is kind of meta because uh, this is a video game based on a movie. That is all about video games, uh, and I'm talking about Wreck-It Ralph and the arcade cabinet yes. for Fix-It Felix Jr. Oh yeah, Ooh. got it in my living room. In tandem yeah. with the, that's right, you do, don't you? Um, Wait, do you have a full cabinet? Have a full cabinet? I have. Well, I, I not not the Fix-It Felix. I have a cabinet that's that has right, yeah. it on there. 
Okay. Um, okay. It's called like it's this Legends Ultimate yeah, arcade Legends cabinet Ultimate. that has like a, a crap ton of games. And Fix It Felix Jr. is one of them. That's awesome. When I was working at uh, the Eagle, they had brought the cabinet in when Wreck It Ralph came out. They had brought the cabinet to a bunch of different radio stations in town, and so that thing lived in our break room for probably a month. And I, I held the the top like ten scores on the scoreboard every time I got a break. I would go play that thing, and like nobody else, nobody could else. touch it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a fun game, and it's it's right up my, my alley. Uh, and especially this podcast, we're called the Sixteen Bit Gladiators because uh, we have a bit of a retro bent. Uh, of course, we're all in our forties, oh, yeah. uh, with our guests excluded, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, just it, barely. Yeah, but I, I love that uh, you know the, the the style and the design of the cabinet like mimics those old arcade games from the eighties. Of course, it's mm-hmm. Fix It Felix Junior didn't exist uh, in the real world, but in the world of Wreck It Ralph, it's right up there with Pac Man and Cubert and all of the other classics. Uh, yeah. And they really went out of their way to not only style the game of after that, but uh, yeah, the, the hardware itself. Uh, so I, I appreciate yeah. it on its own package. If you ever uh, kind of see it in the wild uh, every every year, at least until COVID, uh, there's a video game expo that comes to Dallas, um, and they'll they'll mm. just kind of bring in arcade ins. You can play uh, a couple dozen arcade games, and uh, Fix It Felix Jr. is always one that I will gravitate towards. I love that movie. Uh, I love those characters, and uh, I love that game to boot. It's kind of like they took the concept of Rampage and yeah. Donkey Kong. There you and go. married those two mm-hmm. games together. That's that's a, an apt description, Jay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, actually, has there been a Wreck It Ralph video game? I'm sure there has. I think he's been in a bunch of stuff. Like and the big thing. Disney's... A, is there Penelope Racing something? Is there Candy Rush Racing? I, I, wish. I maybe I'm making it up, but I feel uh, like there's there should iOS. be. That would like be iOS the perfect apps. car yeah. racer. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of kart racers, real quick, there was one <laughs> called. Uh, Walt Disney World Quest Magical Racing Tour, where all of the characters were original characters except for Chip, Dale, and Jiminy Cricket. Because when you play a Disney game, you want to play as Chip, Dale, or Jiminy Cricket. Indeed. <laughs> the stupidest Wait, thing when I've did ever this, heard of. When did this come out? Uh, probably PS1 or PS2 era. Oh, okay. So pre-Cars, before Cars came out. Yes, yes, yes. There's a lot okay. of Cars racing games. But okay. this was like basically a kart racer, and but the characters were people they just made up and like the, the idea was like you can race around space mountain it's like no i want to be somebody i don't want to just be <laughs> jiminy cricket who you had to unlock <laughs> oh he was an unlockable character too yes oh, that's ridiculous. great i i have a question real quick just to kind of like sure. uh, this isn't specifically a disney game but has anyone here other than me been to uh it's gone now but they used to have a thing in orlando called disney quest i've been there you've been to disney mm-hmm. quest you guys think... remember disney quest no what's disney quest <laughs> It was like this small, it was like Dave and Buster's, but they were all Disney themed. Uh, so it had all these Disney like big games. Like it, it had was like one, two floors, right? It was, it was like a, yeah, two it was levels. Floors. It was a pretty big building. You could do Aladdin's Magic Carpet VR ride. Oh. Uh, you could do this other game that was a Pirates of the Caribbean game where you're, you're like five of you in the ship and it's like all these screens all around you and there's other people in other pods and you have, <laughs> this is, Boy, this is not going to be good for radio, but it's going to be even worse. Basically, you have a string on a cannon. You hold the cannon, and you go. <laughs> you pull the string as much as you can. Well, I was ill-conceived. And sh- yeah, and it shoots cannons at the other. You you have someone is running is uh, like steering the ship, and you're going around shooting the other, like Jolly Rogers. I think this was even po- potentially so. I or Jolly Rogers or Black Pearls or whatever. Mm. Um, I forgot what some <laughs> of the other games were, but the but there was like a whole floor 
next to the best game, which which was a, it was basically bumper cars, but it was Buzz Lightyear's bumper cars. But you had a cannon that shot dodgeballs. Yes, nice. Yeah. Go around and scoop up these dodgeballs and mm-hmm. you fire them. And if you hit the other the other team, they would start they would spin spinning. out. Yeah. So like, ah, it was so much fun. But all on that floor was just all these really old video games. It's before Wreck It Ralph. I'm sure if, if it had kept if it had lasted for a while. Fix It Felix would have been there, but it was just, and they were free. Like some uh, of the other stuff, you had to like buy points and like spend it like Dave yes. and Buster's. But these were all free all day long. And it, when I went, it was packed everywhere else, but those were empty. Mm-hmm. And it might have been because I was a little too old to be there, but it was definitely <laughs> like I was on like the Defender. I was like, I never played any of these super, like these games that were like, you know, like like it was just right in that era before I was like old enough to be in an arcade. Like my era mm. of arcade is like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat 'em ups and yep. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this was like mm-hmm. Defender and like Asteroid and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I'm gonna check these out because they're free. You know, like it was it was it was just really cool. Uh, but they don't have it anymore. I, I think I they're think closed. The, well, I was at the one in Orlando, but I think there were multiple ones, right? Mm. There was one in Chicago, or there was going to be one in Chicago when Chicago had that area that was like ESPN Zone. Yeah, and uh, like I don't know all if it ever things. opened or not in Chicago. Weren't they gonna have like a WrestleMania restaurant there? That's a horrible idea, by the way. A restaurant <laughs> based on WWE. yeah, there was like WWE restaurant. Oh man, uh, but it was it was like I think they were gonna have one there, and then they all just didn't work because uh. like. No offense, when you go to Disney, like especially Disney Orlando, you plot out like I have four days I'm going to the park. You don't go, and then on the fifth day I'm going to go to a, a, yeah. a, a IP based Dave and Buster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and they still had the last time I went, they still had the ESPN experience, but they were they were reworking that whole area. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I was there right after the Quest thing went away. Oh, that sounds like right up my alley, though. I wish they still had that. I think it would have done better in some place like Chicago than it didn't than it would in Orlando, like some place mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of reaching middle America. Like, hey, we, if you I want to go to Disney World, yeah, yeah, we got Disney World at home. Mm-hmm. Disney comes to you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, nice. Uh, well, that's give me something else on my bucket list to add. All right, where do we leave off? Uh, I think we did J. Joe. I think we're okay. Up. You're up next, um, buddy. All right, so I'm uh, I'm going to uh, to talk about a game that <clears throat> I know you said. In- no Marvel, no Star Wars. I did, um, but I can't help it if the title of the game is Disney Infinity. Ah, uh, there you go. Which, which I, uh, I, I sunk kind of a small fortune into. Oh, I bet. Um, oh, oh boy, oh, here, here we, we go. go. Now Joe is panning his camera go. over. Yeah, yeah. We got a whole lineup there. That's, that's just a few of them. I've got a whole box. Well, hold on, before here. you pull away, I see, oh, uh, I see Groots. Oh. I see Wreck It Ralph. Uh, who do we got there? Some Captain America back there. Captain America with the shield. Captain America, Wreck It Ralph, Elsa. Mm, There's Elsa, mm-hmm. Groot. This is a a D twenty three exclusive uh, Mickey Mouse. The Fantasia Mickey. And of course, the Lone Ranger. Is he a Disney property? Hey, look, don't, don't, I don't want, yeah, that, that Lone Ranger <laughs> just, movie was Disney. I guess I just, so. Sorry. I love the Lone Ranger. I wrote a, a melodrama based on the Lone Ranger. Uh, but this is from childhood. Like, I've always been a Lone Ranger fan. I have a, mm-hmm. um, a, a picture signed by the original Lone Ranger from the TV show uh, when I got to meet him when I was a kid. Wow. Uh, so the Lone Ranger's always been kind of a, a fun thing for me. I, I, I like him a lot. Uh, and so I am an apologist for the film. But no, Disney Infinity, uh, it's one of those, you know, lose your wallet at the store buying these these toys that you can then like scan into the game and uh basically i did this whole thing like bought all these different characters there's still like a handful i don't have and probably never will but um but like if you 
you basically scanned all of the original run, like the first wave, and you unlock a lightsaber, like your character, whoever you are, could wield a lightsaber while you're running around these levels. Mickey, oh, Mickey nice. can have a lightsaber? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So, I like Elsa with a lightsaber. Exactly. Well, it's, that fits. It's, it's a fun deal, and honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to my daughter getting a little bit older so she can oh, play dude. a little bit of it with me. I, uh, that's why I haven't gotten rid of these things yet. Oh, hold on to them. Yeah, I uh, was first uh, exposed to this uh, when I went to visit my niece and nephew uh, a few years ago, uh, and uh, that was the game they were heavy into. And uh, I, it wasn't until I, I saw it kind of in action that I got the appeal of it. Uh, and you're right, the uh, the business model behind that is just diabolical. Like, you gotta yes. play the game. Oh, for yeah, sure. I don't yeah. understand why it didn't work better. I think it had something to do with the software more than, like, they just kept having to, like, update the game, and then it was, like, Disney Infinity 1, Disney Infinity... You had to, yep. like, get a new game each a time. A new version yeah, of they, each they, time, they had yeah. released Disney Infinity 2, which was when, after they had gotten the rights to, like... Because the first Disney Infinity had, like, Pirates of the Caribbean and Cars, and, like, I think... Um, I think Lone Ranger was part of the first run, but like everything was strictly Disney. It wasn't until two where they were able to add the Marvel and Star Wars characters. But well, I, I just I don't understand why this and the model. I mean, I, I as someone in the industry, I feel like I should be the one to answer this question. But like Skylanders, like I don't think Skylanders does it anymore. There was Lego did it for a short bit. I bought into that because I was like, oh, I want to play Doctor Who. I did the like, same thing. Yeah. yeah, and then like there was a few of them that were like, it was crazy for a few years and then yep. I think Disney hit on the, the, the back end Disney and Lego hit on the back end. Cause at yes. that point Skylanders had been out for like a good two or three years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think once you've gotten a, a market that's gotten into the collecting and even Nintendo still does it with the Amiibos, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. but at least they're not completely tied into just one game. But I think that there was just kind of a fatigue already in the market that had set in, by the time Disney had hit the end of their cycle for the first game, it was just with the second one, people were already checking out. Yeah. yeah. I I love those little, the figurines yes. like on their own outside of the game. Like I, I like the art They're style gorgeous. where they try and kind of like make everyone kind of meet in the middle for an art yeah. style, that, but it seems it yeah. still seems to work. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They're solid little figures. Like I think they'd be great to like set up on a desk if they exactly. weren't. Like yeah. if, I could, if I could buy cheap versions where they've pulled out the, the like if i could the just nfc buy, chip thing yeah like yeah. i don't need that i just want them like i want to put wreck it ralph up on a on a shelf somewhere yeah. well it's funny it's funny that you say that i mean you're not going to find a cheap version but once disney infinity went away uh some of the uh <laughs> some of the imagineers uh designed a toy line that you could find at like the disney store and it's mm. these figures with more articulation but they're still designed Ooh. the same way I remember talking to a cast member at the store and I was like, these look just like the Disney infinity figure. She's like, you got a good eye. It's actually designed by the same people. It's meant to be like the figures from Disney infinity, but with more articulation. So people can kind of actually play with them more than, uh, than just be display pieces. I like Joe's humble brag of being complimented by the Disney store. (laughs) Did it impress you? You have a good eye and a a nice figure. Uh, I was like, well, thank you very much. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, (laughs) pal. Um, All right. No, yes. Couldn't do this episode without talking about that. Uh, The the juggernaut that is Infinity. Um, Yeah. Big fan of that one. All right. Uh, I think we are back to our guests then. Uh, Tara, I think I'm going to hand it back to you first. Yes, and I think 
do you want to go through your list? Did you have just <laughs> I think I, I think we only did two. We figured we'd, we we yeah. have some more. The well, only... there was one more I played on PlayStation, but I don't remember a lot about it. Was A Bug's Life? Did anybody ever play that one? No, no. I don't remember it being as good as Hercules, but it's essentially again you like follow the beats of the movie, and I think there was something with seeds where you could like plant and like things would grow and you'd climb on it. But that one I don't I don't remember quite as much, but I did have it. Uh, but I know Ryan has this list that you... Well, I had a couple other weird ones. I was ones. just curious yeah, if you want to mention some of your weird ones in here. Does anybody remember Toontown Online? No, no. I do not. No. no. It was like an... It was an MMO. So it was basically like Roger... It was Roger Rabbit and then like Mickey and all them. And you would you'd make a tune that was like a dog or a rabbit or like all these different animals and all these different colors and like a hey, Hawaiian shirt. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, and I'm not, but I'm going to interrupt you anyway. Um, <laughs> so no, 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 you just, you got the, the wheels turning in my head. There was a Roger rabbit yep. NES game. Yes, there was. Was that, was that oh Disney? God, was I that a Disney game? I forgot about that. Think, yeah. We'll oh. count it. I mean, Roger rabbits in there. Come on. Yeah. 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 I'm just curious if that, that was a Disney made game or if that was another company. Let's check that out. I mean, they had to license yeah. it out. But I, I remember that game, Joe. Did any of the other. Um, um, I don't Disney know if or... any of the actual. I don't know if the Disney or uh, Warner Brothers characters showed up in it. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so. Yes. It was. Uh, Kemco developed it. Oh, okay. It was just yeah. the Weasels, and you were like this. Like yeah. vaguely not Bob Hoskins looking guy, <laughs> yes. and you're driving around town, and you had to like find clues. Like I, <laughs> I played the heck out of that game. I just, I think I got to the end and never beat it because at the end you had to like climb up this thing and like shoot Judge Doom on a thing. I'm like, this is all like vaguely coming back. <laughs> that's to that's me. nuts. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. I no, just, I, I was wondering if so that was funny. a Disney game. I, I, Listen, I, when you said that, uh, I had the same thought too. I'm looking at pictures of it now. Yeah, uh, Bob Hoskins looks like a Leisure Shoot Larry in this version. Yeah, so. I'm looking yeah. not the best as well. Yeah. likeness, but uh, I do remember the game. But yeah, I can only imagine what like a licensing nightmare that would have been. That would be get yeah. That'd be crazy. Any yeah. other characters? The, the reason I bring up this Toontown Online game is because again, I vaguely remember when it came out and like I think it was a free to play game. It launched in 2001 and it went all the way to 2013. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, wow! Wow! Like and that's a pretty long shelf life for yeah. an MMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it? Was it on a very a specific? It was, it, was, it, was, it was PC, PC. yeah. PC. So it was like yeah. World of Warcraft and got it, that got it, stuff got it. where it's... But like, I just... I watched some videos from it today and it was like, you're fighting against like these these like weird corporate guys who are like... Like, that's the opposite of cartoons and fun. Oh my like, God. Yeah. And it's like all these... I just was... I, I That was one that I was shocked at. One I want to talk about real quick. If, if anybody has this one, although I doubt it, just cut me off and we'll talk about it. But just one I never really played, but looms large in my head was the Pirates of the Caribbean game that was produced by Bethesda. Oh, really? Because no. When I, Is that the the At World's End one? I it was. I think it, was, it wasn't the first one, or it might have been the might have been Curse of the Black Pearl. Whatever oh it was, God. I was just when I came in, it was the poster was featured heavily in the Bethesda cafeteria for some reason, <laughs> and I just was like, Did oh my you God. I remember sitting down with people and like. Did any of you guys work on this? And they're like, no, there's the Bethesda production group, which is like they produce games, but the game studio doesn't actually make them. Mm-hmm. And they're like explaining the whole thing to me. But it was just, that's all I have to say about it is just every day I sat down for lunch and got to stare at Johnny Depp staring down at me and be like, oh hey, there. like it was just you lucky devil. You. It, was, it was just like when you work at a game company, there's like this thing where they just grab as much merch and they put it in like, like in, in Bethesda, it was a cafeteria or the front room. The and front stuff like. the walkway as and you walk inside, yeah. 
No, I was just about to say that's how Gearbox is too. Gearbox has that yeah, stuff yeah. all in their 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 cafeteria. Exactly, and it's all like, look at all this cool stuff, and like we had stuff like that at Bethesda. Eventually, I think they had better properties by the time I left and cooler stuff than just like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, well, and eventually too, they do concept art and stuff because you had to sign yeah. an NDA to even step foot in the building. So Listen. then they they'd showcase concept art, which was fun if you were in there. I I will say this <laughs> has nothing visiting. to do with Disney, and we'll move on after this, but. We had a bunch of like big statues and stuff for games to do. Like we had the big Panzer dog thing from Wolfenstein and like a, a nice. Vault Boy. One time we had a moving Mr. Handy. Yeah, Mr. Handy. It was like that things they brought for E3 yeah. and they brought in. So he would just stand there That's and like awesome. it was, we had to turn off. It was funny because it was like, it was he was going to go, like oh, sir. Like oh, he would talk to like, <laughs> Halloween. And then it was like the, like the woman who sat there, it was like, whir, it was like, imagine sitting on like the like <laughs> carousel of progress, like all the clicking and whirring. Oh, like she no. was just like, it's so loud. This is But horrible. we had this one thing that was from uh, oh, The Evil Within. And it, it was, was if any of you guys have played The Evil Within, yes. there's a dude who's like a butcher. Mm-hmm. And he's got a safe, like a like a with like barbed a, wire with barbed mm-hmm. wire on it for a head. And the thing about everything else there is they all look fake. But the dude with the safe with the barbed wire for a head looked like it could have just like you could have easily swapped me out with it, and then just like I could have been like blah, you know. So I would be there late at night, like crunching, and I'm like walking by it. And then, like, I swear to God, the guy must have thought I was, like, stealing something, like, running to my car. Because <laughs> I would just be like, I'm like, any minute it's going to move, any minute it's going to move. And I just, like, like you know. That and the same with they, when they had the screens. They, had they a would video. show gameplay, and they would show that game. Trailers. And, and like, just... late at night, you'd be like, I had to call you because I just saw this trailer, and now I'm in the dark. And I come off the elevator, and the elevator door would open to be this woman with, like, 20 arms, like, crawling out of, like, a vat of blood. Blood, and I'm no. like, cool. No. I now have to go through a dark parking lot. Yeah. Awesome, great. That's so funny to me that like the, one of the game designers is still like scared of the stuff that's in the game. Like someone yeah. who should oh. know, who's seen behind the curtain, is still oh, scared. That's of exactly. Yeah. When we would do big company things and we would show that game, I would go, I have to leave, and I would get up and I'd walk out. <laughs> or you'd look down, like when it would be the Christmas party where they'd like showcase it. Yeah, I looked at my lap. Out, and I'd go, he no. just like would. I have a very vivid imagination, so scary stuff like especially jump scares like get to me really easily. That's so funny. So Ryan brings up Pirates of the Caribbean. I've never played that game, but I did play the Lego one. Yes, that's on Mm -hmm. my list as well. That's all. There you go. Well, I mean, I feel like uh, every other episode on this podcast we talk about a Lego game. Uh, We certainly did it last week with Marvel. We did it with Star Wars. Uh, Yeah, when you played one Lego game, you pretty much played them all. Uh, but uh, yeah, I remember having, having some fun with that one. It but, wasn't bad. It was definitely a middle of the road as yeah. far as the Lego titles go. Agreed. Did anybody play the Incredibles one? No, Ooh, have not. There's a Lego yeah. Incredibles? Yeah. It's oh. pretty new. And, okay, I gotta check that out. All right. I feel like this is how it's going to be. Is like, you guys play this one? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that's what we're getting with some of these at this point in the Disney stuff. Is it's yeah. like a lot of like, oh, it's fun. Okay, great. Well, like, uh, it's too groundbreaking at this point. No, I, I think we've we've all done a couple of rounds. Uh, that, that the one that you just mentioned, Joe, was the last one on my list. Uh, so I think uh, we'll go one more time around the horn uh, for those who still have games that they want to talk about, and then we'll throw in some honorable mentions, and we'll wrap this up. Uh, Jay, I think. Wait, I, let's see. I did Tara. Uh, well, you guys kind of did a combo, right? Yeah, you and we, were, we were a team okay. there. Yeah, your team. Uh, so, and Joe kind of tacked on there, right? But you've got more. Uh, mm-hmm. So I will go to Jay. Jay, uh, what's, what's your the last game on your list? 
Well, I guess the last game, you know, I skipped the last round, but uh, it was Tron, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know we had talked about it before on uh, on an earlier episode, but uh, yeah, games based on movies. Yes, yes, and uh, I, you know, I had played it in the arcade, and I really only remembered the light cycle portion of the arcade uh, version, and then I remember Joe getting it on Xbox Live Arcade. And we played through it, and there was all these other levels, and it was just—it kind of blew my mind that there was several different versions, or not versions, but several different games within it, like mm-hmm. you know, little mini games and stuff. The that tanks, you play. yeah, the tanks, yeah. the cone, the tanks spiders. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's it. That's that's my last one right there. there. You go. Okay, did yeah. I skip you that's earlier? That's a good Jay? one, man. No, no, no. Okay. I I had just yeah, you know, I I had skipped the. Uh, because we had just talked about Tron 2.0, so oh, I was like, right, oh, right. I'll skip that one. And oh, I'll that's right. Go on to yeah. Yeah. yeah, too much Tron in our Disney. Episode. Yeah. Tron was great. No, there's no such thing as too much Tron. Mm. Tron was great. That that original arcade game, it was mm-hmm. so good because they weren't really like with it. They weren't trying to tie it into the movie. They were just making some solid just like arcade style game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the good yeah. old days. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then, uh, Joe, I I will kick it back over to you then. Okay. Um, what I'm going to, it's not really a game that you could play on PC or a game that you could play on console. And I know I've talked with, I think, everybody on the podcast. I've talked to in some way, shape, or form about this. But there used to be a game at the Magic Kingdom that when you walked in, you go to the firehouse and they're like, you know, wizards wanted looking for heroes. And you would go to the firehouse and they would give you a pack of cards to play a game called uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Oh. <laughs> I've got my, my visual Oh, my God, aid. you've got them all packed. Wow. I got them. I'm so Joe, jealous. Somebody, no somebody I know from the podcast sent me the, their deck. So I oh, have, really? If you oh, ever want to play God. on Zoom. We can play, dude. Look, they've got, they've got like the home version. There's like a home version. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't exist in the park anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. they took it out. They took it out yeah. just a couple of months ago, uh, which, which is so heartbreaking. Yeah. Because I'm going in like two weeks. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yes. Let me tell you about like how cool it was to walk up. I don't know if you guys, if anybody else has played this, but you would go in and they're like, okay, now look for the crest, look for the sorcerer crest on the ground and you'll find a keyhole nearby. Show this card to your keyhole. I think before they closed it, they started tying it into your magic band. But, uh, but for this thing, it was like, put your card up against the keyhole that acknowledges like who you are. And then the adventure will start. So like, you're walking up and you're, you know, there's that when you first go into the Disney world, like just the magic kingdom, there's all these little storefronts, the shops, the main alleyway or the main street rather. And so right there, there's like this first store and there's a window you're looking in, seeing people shop, but there's a crest and there's a keyhole and you put the thing up and then suddenly like, like, like magic, like digital magic, like this, like window suddenly turns into turns into wizard like merlin the wizard pops up and he's like hello adventurer so i know i hear you're going to help us fight the forces of evil trying to take over the park and like he sends you on like what's basically a glorified scavenger hunt oh i love across, those across so the park it too. was so awesome like me- meanwhile my sister and her boyfriend are walking around the park going on all the rides doing all the things and they're catching back up with me like every hour or so and they're like hey we're gonna go do this do you want to come i'm like i'm good and I'm just like <laughs> scavenger hunting all over the park. I'm like, look, we got another day of this. And I know what I want to do and when I want to do it. But right now, I want to do this thing. I stayed in the park for hours. Like, I think six, seven hours I played this game and finally, like, finished all three levels. 
and uh, wow. and just had such a great time and like learning if you hold up more than one card you could do combinations of spells with your characters and, and and there was that that cool endorphin hit that you would get um that like when someone would be walking down like not knowing what you were doing just some random people in the park enjoying themselves and then you come walk up and you hold up your key card and like this wanted poster in you know frontierland this wanted poster suddenly turns into merlin talking to you and just in the corner of your eye, catching people's reactions, going, "Whoa, <laughs> what the, what the hell is that?" Like, and then feeling... telling them, "You got to go all the way back yes, to yes. Main Street." <laughs> well, what's fun is that there there was a point in in Frontierland too where you could like check in there too, um, mm, okay. as if that matters. You know what, Ryan? You made a funny joke, and I completely. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have been on the other side of this exchange <laughs> so many times. I went total I love, autism on you. <laughs> I love that idea too, because for people who frequent the parks, right, and know the parks so well, it adds like a whole new element. And then also for those who don't go to the parks often, it like you said, the Disney magic of it all. There's something really cool about that. I'm bummed. Do do you know why they did they give a reason for why they stopped doing it? You know what? I I still haven't seen what the reason was. I I. Don't think it was a participation issue because Bob man, I was, I know, right. I'm a part of like two or three different Facebook groups that were dedicated just to this game. <laughs> and like the activity was through the roof. Like people were constantly like, Hey, I'm at the, I'm at the magic kingdom today and I'm hiding cards in Tortuga. Like people would just be hiding that's cards awesome. for other people to find. And oh, I'm like, that's, that's awesome. really that cool. Is cool. Yeah. The season pass. Users. I would guess it's probably because of COVID and you know, uh, when they had to, when they had to kind of shut down things or severely limit, Limit any kind of access into the park. Mm-hmm. I would bet that that's why, yeah. why they did it. And I would yeah. hope, you know, now that things are starting to open back up yeah. like that, that they're that they're going to bring it back. They'll, they'll open the ripped, Disney they, vault. They, they ripped up. The people have taken pictures. They, they've ripped up all of the crests that are on the ground. Aww. There's like <laughs> one or two places where you'll still see like keyholes. Uh, but no crests near them anymore. So Damn, I think I think that's... they're just I think they're just taking it out because they're developing something new with the same technology, but just something new. Yeah. Well, look forward mm-hmm. to that. Now Sounds really be cool. The Guardians of the Galaxy. I know, right? Yeah, there yeah. you go. They're gonna marvelize it. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds really fun, Joe, uh, but uh, I don't think that qualifies as a video game, so I'm, I'm sorry you're disqualified. Yeah. We're going to have to cut this you know part what? out of the podcast. That's fair. That's so, fair. I'll t- I yeah. take that. Hope you learned your lesson. You know, I'm going to stretch that, though, because it's holograms, <laughs> and holograms are video, a and video it is a game. If I had game. a big book of those cards, I would use every opportunity to like pull them out and be like, oh, <laughs> and look talk at about these. them. Check out my look spell at this card. <laughs> Isn't it neat? <laughs> what would you think, think, my collection? <laughs> and it is. It is a home version of the game, too. What'd you say, Jay? I yeah, said, there's actually like a home version of the yeah, game because yeah, I kind of need to see how I can get that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's like there's magic. A... It looks like Magic the Gathering. It's kind of yeah. the, the home there. version you could only buy at like the stores, and they might still have them when I you go. I will look when I yeah. get there. Yes, I will definitely look. All right. And I will probably buy all the cards. <laughs> well, you can't. The thing is, you you only get starter packs. The only way you can actually get all of the cards, because I mean, there's eBay. You can you can like buy yeah version. you can eBay it, but you could buy when you buy the home version, you get a a bunch of cards, and some of them are random. But the best way is like to keep going to the firehouse. Like every day, you only get one pack a day, but you go to the firehouse, and they would give you a pack. Uh, on special special occasions like Christmas or Halloween, they would have a special card they would make for that holiday. Uh, and so that's kind of how you got new ones. But the way you did it was like when you saw other people playing, you'd walk up and be like, hey, do you want to trade? Like they were really trying to encourage uh, yeah. the social aspect of the park and like yeah. trading. 
which was it's cool but at the same time when like an eight-year-old kid approaches me <laughs> who's like at the at the time when i went i was like 37 and like 37 <laughs> this, this kid in, in a row and this kid <laughs> This kid approaches me and he's like, hey, you want to trade? And like his parents are there. They're But he's still kind of awkward. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. like, look, I don't want to rip this kid off. He's, right. he's an eight-year-old <laughs> kid. So he's like, you want to trade? And I know in my head he's showing me like some <laughs> like, you know, common Donald Duck card. And I'm like, oh, man. And I just go, okay, yeah, well, what do you want for it? And he's trying to get my like my rare holiday 2018 like Tiana. And I'm like, no, you can't. But I'm like, okay, go ahead. Take it. So <laughs> oh. enjoying this mental image of like Joe in an argument <laughs> I know. with a kid. Like, and you, this and kid's got like a through. churro in his hand. And you know the kid. And you're like, what are you thinking, dummy? I'm like, Give me the churro too. Your cards yeah, suck. You know the kid is so they're like, deserve it. I'm all innocent. I'm going to play like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you walk by their parents, you're like, your kid's an idiot. <laughs> parents send him over, like, hey, just that, play dumb. So, so that brings up something. Um, hmm. So, because there's an Aerosmith ride at Hollywood Studios. No the disney park does aerosmith <laughs> revolution x count no, as a no, disney park? no it does not uh and you can tell Damn. we're near the end of the episode when uh, we start talking about not video games that do have to do with disney <laughs> so uh, i think it's time to start wrapping things up but before we go any uh, honorable mentions games we want to rapid fire throw out there i'll get the ball started because uh a few of those disney afternoon games that got left off our list um uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which I love because it was co-op, little two-player simultaneous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darkwing Duck and uh, The Little Mermaid was actually a really fun Capcom NES Little game. Little Mermaid was a good one. All it right. was a really good one. I'm going to throw it over to Taryn Ryan. What do you have on your honorable mentions list? Do you have anything on your list? I just want to talk about another stupid game. <laughs> um, this one was called Mickey Speedway USA, in which you could unlock Louie and Dewey, but not Huey. What? Anyway. Oh, um, <laughs> I will say the Little Mermaid one. I feel like I watched someone play it. I don't know that I ever played it. I can't remember yeah, where you I swim was, around. You yeah, pick up I shells. It looking like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. All right. I don't. I, I feel like we've exhausted all the ones I've played. Mickey yeah. Mousecapades was the one that I remember the most. God, that, that I didn't want to because I remember being into it, but also I remember being <sighs> stupid. So like, I I went back and watched a video about it, and it was like. Here's all the things that were cool about DuckTales. <laughs> we're just going to do a very bad version of it. Like the whole, like, let's have Minnie kind of follow you around, like, for no reason. <laughs> I can remember. I And I was watching a video and it was like, the bad guys were like a snake and like no other IP. <laughs> like a pirate. It's so ridiculous. Uh, all right, Jay, any honorable mentions for you? Uh, well, I guess I could go. And I guess these are technically we said we couldn't do these because these are uh, Lucas Arts. I think they're mm-hmm. Maniac Mansion and uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Back from the end. <laughs> oh my god! I like yeah. that Joel like throwing just, down just, the red just card. Just on shut it down. Yeah, no, just no, shut no, it down. No. Shut it all down. You don't get to talk about that. <laughs> no, I mean you're right. Technically they are now, but uh, we'll do our own Lucas Arts uh, episode on an upcoming uh, podcast here. I mean, we've talked about Kingdom Hearts, but just recently re- they released a rhythm game mm. uh, on on the Switch, which is kind of nice what? because if anybody, if you know anything about Kingdom Hearts, you know that the music is just awesome. It's, so this game is like the Rocky Four of Kingdom Hearts games, where it's just like <laughs> very wow, little on the story, but language. a lot of... Dude, let me tell you, man, Tara and I are going to have to do a whole podcast just about Rocky Four. Oh my gosh, how, I am here for it. It is. Yo, the, I am here for it's, it. It's the greatest worst movie it's, in the world like amazing. it's That's so bad but rocky it's movie spectacularly I saw. yeah I, I showed that one to ryan first. i i had oh, never no. seen a rocky movie she's like we well, oh, have to watch four God. and i'm like 
I feel like I should have been led to this. Oh, it's like, yeah. there's, there's seriously, we watched the rest of them. He there is up. a point halfway through Rocky Four where you could just feel Sylvester Stallone just getting bored with editing the movie, and he was just like, uh, "Just make it a music video for like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's just do another, just do, an, just do another montage. They like that. It's like MTV." Um, Isn't that the one no. with the robot? Isn't there a robot in there? Yes. Like a Dude, robot and butler? Is, and that's oh, what robot. I'm talking about. Rocky IV <laughs> is the greatest 80s movie ever made because it seriously combines everything you love about 80s stuff and puts it in one movie about a boxer from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the villain is Russia. The villain is <laughs> oh Ru- God, all of yes. Russia, well, not we just the Russian. All Russia of Russia is, yeah. is, is the friend at the end. Because but they can change. We can get along. We can if we could change... But you could change. We all quick, could change. Real quick, Polly's <laughs> that robot, correct? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, one, like she talks like to everywhere. A, like everywhere. An old, he, he, she, like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> they are, they, that is a sexual relationship. <laughs> that's that's the cut of the movie that I want to yeah. see, though. Like, while the kids are watching Rocky fight, you know, like, there's the robot is, like, Polly, cheating on Polly. No. Well, no. <laughs> She's yeah. seducing Polly's in Russia. <laughs> Polly's in Russia, so she's right, cheating right, right. on him. Um, no, but... But Kingdom Hearts, I think it's, I can't remember, it's like Merry Melodies or something of Melody. Um, it, Kingdom Hearts started getting like like the Castlevania franchise where everything mm. was like this weird musical like subtitle. Mm. But like, it's a really decent rhythm game that kind of gives you the complete story of what's going on with Kingdom Hearts uh, from one all the way through three. Uh, again, great music. Like, And that's the key. If you're going to have a rhythm game, you've got to have some great mm-hmm. music to listen to. And it's it's got some fun mechanics to it. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about Kingdom Hearts. This is Kingdom Hearts, but it's a different kind. Melody of Memory. Melody of Memories. Mm. I, I need to check that out because I, I love, you know, the theater rhythm games. And I know that this is it's a little different because it's more of a more of a runner style, I guess you mm-hmm. said it was. Yeah. Than, than the than the theater rhythm but i do remember loving the the music in kingdom hearts as well sure. so absolutely mm-hmm. all right anything else on your uh honorable mentions joe no no, no. all right well uh thankfully we've come to the end of our <laughs> disney episode no this was fantastic i've been looking forward to this one for a long time uh and ryan and tara thank you for uh suggesting oh, wait. It. Oh. Uh-oh. no no too late <laughs> i just remember oh, is this I've another remembered... non-video no, game this is, joe no, this is this is for real this is the first disney game i ever played fantasia on the atari 2600 i can't oh. believe i forgot about that but How the that whole thing go? It was like you were Mickey, and the whole thing was about like the the brooms coming to life, and you had yeah. to stop the brooms from flooding the level. Uh, oh, I like that. That actually that kind of lends itself to uh, to an, a nice simple video game. It sounds like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though it was on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. All right, well, <laughs> we've done it. We uh, we spanned the ages then, from all the way back to Atari to uh, to the latest and greatest Kingdom Hearts Three that none of us have played. Uh, so that was been, <laughs> that was our uh, Disney episode where we explored Disney video games uh, with our special guest once again, Taryn Ryan from Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Uh, love that podcast. If you love Disney movies, you love uh, listening to them chat. Uh, it's it's a great show um, and uh, much cleaner than ours. And it's uh, really good. Yeah, very family friendly. <laughs> yes. Good <laughs> job, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Um, before I start wrapping up, uh, I want to leave it to you guys. To anything else you want to plug besides your podcast? I'll plug uh, my book since that's coming up on an mm. anniversary, and that's very different than anything that you guys probably talk about. I'm a music therapist uh, by trade. 
And I work with older adults, uh, primarily dementia and Alzheimer's. And I have a book that you can find on Amazon that I co-wrote with two other music therapists, Music, Memory, and Meaning. And it's about how you as a caregiver or someone, if you're a loved one of someone who is living with dementia, how you can use music meaningfully with them. So, you know, not all of us are music therapists. So, yeah, so it's a way, um, you know, we... Talk about what music therapy is. Talk about, you know, kind of tips on what to do and how to how you find out preferences if somebody is no longer able to express their preferences. So, you know, we go into that. And then the second part of the book is a bunch of playlists. So it's like these oh. are the top hits of the 50s that we have found as therapists are very successful. That's So awesome. we do that by genre. That is, yeah. And then the third part of the book is specific, like, listen to love me tender and here's what you can do like put on the song you can dance to it you know we give different prompts and then give some discussion prompts so starting with yes or no questions and then if your loved one is able to communicate more than yes or no then you can expand from there so we've got like a hundred of those so all of those songs are from the lists in part two so oh my god that's awesome yeah. we, have, we finally have someone on this podcast that does actual important work yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. yeah we're books. coming up on yeah it's the fourth year so it's the fourth anniversary of the book we're coming up on it in a couple weeks so i'm doing kind of some social media for it but we've got a facebook page i just started an instagram so we're kind of putting it out there into the world again so uh yeah I, i'll take any opportunity to chat about it awesome and you can find it on amazon i assume yes yeah amazon music memory and meaning and it'll pop right up beautiful awesome ryan what are you doing with your life i mean yeah. uh speaking of 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 meaningful work i have I'm a programming hentai video games and, uh, <laughs> uh, I, we, I also have a fraser uh, fraser podcast that mm-hmm. my co-host laurel would be uh, upset if i didn't plug it's the crane it's craniacs c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s mm-hmm. check us out we're inching ever closer to our 100th episode so Ooh. if if Disney stuff isn't your isn't your bag. Check out. Uh, a, I don't know why those are the only two options <laughs> yes. for things you might enjoy. Frasier either Frasier or Disney. Hey, That's does it, it crossover? Is there ever a crossover? Does Kelsey Grammer do a hmm. voice in a Disney film? He was in. There was one we did for our Halloween episode that was called "The Runaway Brain." Oh yeah, that's and he right. was and he was. It's it's uh, if you should check it out. It's on YouTube. It's a, it's short. a very yeah, it's weird not... short thing about very long. Uh, it's, well, actually, it starts off and uh, oh, he did he Toy is, Story too. Oh, he did Toy Story 2. Yeah. So there's that. But this is, so he's a doctor who switches Mickey's brain with Pete's. And at the beginning, Mickey is playing a fighting game as where you're either oh, Dopey or right. the evil queen. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Which, yeah. When Minnie comes in and like berates him for not like. He forgets their anniversary, their anniversary. or something. And so he's like, it's, it's like odd. this whole thing. It's short, but it's worth a watch. It's weird and fun. That's cool. That's very cool. But Kelsey Grammer's in that. Hey, let me let me put you on the spot. Who do you like podcasting with more, Laurel or your wife? Oh, oh. Like not even a competition. I, I can. There's a good chance I don't see Laurel every day. I mean, you also you chose me. One could say that is true. I that guess you true. chose to podcast with Laurel. Trick too. question because the answer is us. That's right. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Once again, yes. uh, Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. uh, Find them on where you guys on uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. We're we're all over the Spotify. If you look for us us and can't find us, let me know. Get at me. (laughs) Tr Princess Diaries at gmail.com. Hey, do you guys still have the phone line that you have people calling up? We do. Seven oh seven. Yo, trpd one. Again, that's seven oh seven. Yo. 
Taron Ryan Princess Diaries one. It's a very easy to remember. It's there's no problems at all. It's clean. Except it comes when off very somebody quickly. calls and asks oh my for God. camera tripods. So did you did you listen to that episode? <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. Uh, I'm looking for tripods. I called up. I was like, is this a tripod? Uh, 1-800-TREPOD? Is this it? If you guys want to hear it after the podcast, I'll play it for you. It's wild. Please. Joe, do you have anything to plug while we're doing plugs? Oh, I I don't have a plug, uh, but... I guess check out the uh, the Nerd Roundtable or the Geek Roundtable podcast. Uh, I've done a bunch of episodes with them. I just recorded another two uh, that are going to be coming out in the next couple of months where we talk about the movie Crawl and also Willow, mm. in which I direct yes. everyone to our episode of the Editing Bay where we yes. talked about Willow. Uh, but yeah, I've been on a few episodes where we talk about Ahsoka Tano. We talk about Grogu. We've talked about uh, our favorite superheroes, our favorite aliens. Like It's, it's a real fun deal, uh, a great roundtable discussion with these guys. Uh, it's it's no Joel and Jay, uh, but, <laughs> but but they treat me real nice. <laughs> Unlike here, that's right. Yes. No, listen, they feel your pain because like every time we get ready to record, the host Kenny is like, "All right, so this is just supposed to be like a thirty minute episode, <laughs> Joe." <Yep. Yeah. laughs> As we come on hour two of our Disney uh, podcast extravaganza, mm. uh, but yeah, well worth it. Uh, if you like this podcast. Uh, you can subscribe and listen to this one too. Uh, 16biggladiators.com is our website, and there you're going to find links to our social networks on Facebook uh, and on Twitter at 16bitgladiators. All right. Well, uh, I see the Google Meets is giving us uh, the five minute warning. Uh, so we're going to talk about what's going to be uh, our topic next week on the podcast. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been watching a lot of Summer Olympics. Uh, can't get enough. I find myself sports watching uh, sports that uh, I don't care about uh, outside of the two week Olympics span of time. But uh, that got me thinking hey, I think it's about time we talk about sports games on this podcast because there's plenty of them out there uh, and I think once you start doing a little digging you'll realizing that uh, the the term sports is uh, kind of wide open so curious to see what you guys come up with next week when we're talking about sports video games all right Joe thanks again for uh, lending your talents it was amazing Jay see you real soon <laughs> Jay, <laughs> Jay uh, always a pleasure having you on thank you sir thanks sir Glad and to be back one, again once again special thanks to uh, Taryn Ryan for uh suggesting the topic and also contributing their time and talents thanks guys yeah thanks so much 100. Right, we'll yes. have to find another excuse to get you guys on um maybe if there's a fraser crane uh, video game <laughs> we can do a crossover episode with that god i hope there's not a fraser <laughs> <laughs> video game. all right uh listeners uh if you've got your favorite disney uh, video game feel free to uh sound off on our facebook page or on twitter uh again 16bitgladiators.com Uh, And tune in next week for our special sports video games episode. All right. We will see you next week on another episode of the 16-Bit Gladiators. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at trpdiaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after.